Jung thought of the self as a four-dimensional entity that, that extended across time and space. That was the totality of you. It's the absence of consciousness that is creating terminal crisis. The ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Our world needs us now. Hello and welcome to the Connect and Evolve podcast. My name is Ben Holt and it is an honor to introduce you to some of the greatest health and wellness experts, artists, spiritual teachers, and innovators of our time. The intention of this podcast is to provide you with the necessary tools and understanding to create a beautiful life full of empowerment, abundance, and sovereignty for you and your loved ones. Through conscious conversations and guided experiences, we will be expanding to new horizons and discovering what it means to be fully expressed. So thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, let's dive in. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, episode number two of the podcast, the Connect and Evolve podcast at that. Appreciate you so much for being here. Before we drop into the episode, just wanted to give some quick love to our sponsors. Today, this episode is sponsored by my brother, Illup, <laughs> almost said Liam, my brother Illup at Ambrosia Alchemy. This dude makes the greatest, most potent and powerful, delicious Spagyrix herbal blends that I have ever had in my life. If you don't know what a Spagyrix is, it is a tincture that is designed to just optimize the ever-living love out of your health. It's got passion pine, star anise, astragalus, reishi mushroom, and buku other instruments instruments <laughs> i'm on one today ingredients that are so good for you he's got his signature antidote blend which is amazing for health and wellness and immunity it says right here immunity fortification and digestion and it's it's right on time dude i used this the other day whenever i was feeling like i was getting sick and it just felt like pure golden nectar going down into my belly and i loved it so much and, and i really feel like it aided me in not getting sick he also has coronation which is blue lotus rose frankincense myrrh gold ormus mineral extract i mean come on these products are absolutely amazing and it's flu season right now it's winter time and we need to optimize ourselves as much as possible to stay clear of being sick so you can actually go to ambrosia alchemy ambrosia.love forward slash shop enter the discount code ben 10 b-e-n the number 10 at checkout for 10 percent off go check them out guys you can read more there i love these products i buy them i use them and i think you will love them too we are also brought to you by in harmony interactive my brother craig goldberg over at in harmony co-founder and president of the amazing technology company that is focused on aiding you in meditating longer stronger and gaining that meditation muscle meditation is not easy but whenever you practice with the right set and setting and the right technology typically helps so much and so his technology the meditation cushion and the sound lounge aid you in dropping into theta and alpha states so that you can learn your brain is actually trained to hack into meditation so much easier after you use this technology so you're not just gonna have to use it all the time use it a few times and you'll be able to drop into meditation when you're at 
at the DMV whenever you're in the drive-thru, anytime, anywhere. So I highly recommend going over to InHarmony, inharmony.com. Uh, it's called In Harmony Interactive. Checking out their meditation cushion and their sound lounge. Enter the code BENHOLTS at checkout and you will get 5% off, which is $44.44 off of their meditation cushion. Um, and then I don't know the exact price, but you'll get 5% off of the sound lounge. So huge shout out to my brother at InHarmony and go check them out, guys. I am InHarmony.com. All right, my guest today is an incredible brother that I just, I love this dude. And we've worked together closely over the past uh, year or so. We haven't, we didn't meet that long ago, but he's awesome. Great guy to have in my corner. He's an expert in guts, uh, gut health. He's an expert in mold toxicity and gluten intolerance. So he's busy. Let's just say that he's a chiropractor and he studies his ass off to be able to really understand health and wellness and mind, body and spirit. And we've done medicine together. We've sat in ceremony at Grace Grove. So he's amazing. I'm so happy to have him in my corner and super awesome that he came on the show to share his infinite knowledge with us all so without further ado let's drop into the episode with my brother dr jock moser uh, my boy is specializing in guts health mold toxicity and infertility and so being from louisiana the mold toxicity is real down here and so i'm really excited to have him on because i know that also that the gut health Gut health is extremely important to overall health, mind, body, spirit. It all kind of correlates with the gut. Um, and he has a really awesome story becoming who he is today. And I'm excited to drop in with all the different ways we can naturally boost uh, our immune systems and really protect ourselves during the, um, the flu season of this winter and all the shenanigans that's going on out there in the mainstream. So thank you so much for being here on the show, brother. Absolutely, brother. I really appreciate you having me. I'm really excited to uh, to dive into this because we're going right into my niches. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right. So let's start with a, a backstory, bro. So how did you get to where you are now? Man, so long journey. So just just like kind of like your your upbringing and stuff as well. Um, I was I was always obsessed at a very young age of pushing human performance. Mm -hmm like always. So I was obsessed with the human anatomy, just like being able to see muscle striations. I mean, my first Bible that I was aware of was like the, the Arnold encyclopedia of bodybuilding. <laughs> like that, that was That's my Bible. Book. I had a bow flex for my seventh birthday, man. It was like, off, dude. I was, it was ingrained. Whoever's in seeing me. this right now, uh, Jock is yoked <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm jocked. Um, but, but yeah, so I got, I, I'm very obsessed from a very young age with, with those, that realm of things. And, you know, my dad was like, you know what, you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. And in a, in both like a, Hey, you need to figure this out because you're crazy. And Hey, you need to figure it out because like, let's just be smart about it. And I was like, well, what do, what do I do? I, I have no passion of anything except working out. Like I, I go to the gym, I have a personal trainer. Um, I, you know, that's basically it. And he was like, well, you're really good with your hands. I was, I always grew up uh, building like little model airplanes, cars at very meticulous, steady hands. And he was like, what about being a surgeon? And I'm like, I can't do blood. Classic. Like I pass out. Like, Classic it's, dad thing. Yeah. Hey, not, hey, you, you can see. Why don't you go ahead and be a surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, his intentions were yeah. good, but I'm like, but dad, I can't, like, if I see my own blood, I pass out. And like, if I'm in the middle of a surgery, I can't just pass right. out and be like, hold on hold, one second. Hold, hold my skin. Yeah. Hold. No mulligans on that. <laughs> 
Yeah, right? I'll just add to how bad the, the numbers already are in, in, <laughs> right. in the medical world. But anyways, um, so I was like, yeah, I can't do that. But I was like, but I'll, I'll think about that. You know, I want to do something with my hands. Like, let's let's look. So, you know, I kept going to the gym, going to the gym. And the owner of the gym was a bodybuilder. He was a chiropractor and seemed like a good dude. Seemed like he had a really nice life. I'm like, oh, I could probably do that. And like, I don't know much about chiropractic, but like, let's dive into it. So we had the guy over, sat down. He told me about like, what chiropractic was and everything. It was like, it'd probably be a good fit for you. Make sure you focus on nutrition and like, just go with it. I'm like, okay, perfect. So about like 15, 16 years old, I knew I was going to be a chiropractor, right? Yeah. So I played, uh, played high school football, played college ball, tore my medial meniscus twice, two knee surgeries. And my body was like, Hey, hang it up, focus on what you're supposed yeah. to be doing. Focus on the chiropractic side of things. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I guess I'll, I guess I'll put my ego aside and just focus on what I was called here to do. And it wasn't until 2009 where it really like hit me, like what I was doing, because when, and I told you this after we had our Bufo session where like, man, I was like a, like a aggressive and and very good like accident i call myself an accidental street mm -hmm. fighter where like my buddies would just like antagonize other people and then i would i would clean up their mess mm -hmm. and i would end it and i mean i was going through like ups and downs where i was like man like i'm using my hands to hurt people i can't control it like what in the world mm -hmm. is going on so in 2009 was actually my second near-death experience first was getting trapped in a cot a pull-out bed when i was a little kid yeah. But the second near-death experience was um, getting jumped in Pittsburgh. And I wound up in intensive care. Somebody just clocked me right inside the nose. Like, I had pictures. I got to find them. But my nose was actually bent like a C from where he actually, like, put his wow. fist. Staples in the back of the head. Subdural hematoma. Paralyzed. My arms wouldn't work. My legs wouldn't work. And I was just basically ended up in a hospital mm -hmm. bed. And I was like, man, like, just like that, I lost everything. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, college college athletes, you know, bodybuilder, could lift to be whatever I wanted to do and be at, this, at that time. And I got it all taken from me. And, you know, it, it's it, sometimes it takes you losing everything to realize what you have. Mm -hmm. And you have the choice and you have the opportunity to be a victim in that scenario where, like, man, I guess it's just, you know, this happened to me for whatever reason. This is just me from now mm -hmm. on. Or... You can draw the line in the sand and say enough is enough. And that's when I started getting a little bit more into chiropractic, what chiropractic was it actually able to do for me. And I started getting mobility back in my arms and hands, got released out of intensive care. Um, they told me I had a subdural hematoma and that if I started failing classes or if I started having real bad headaches, um, that it may be worse and it could lead to mental retardation or death wow. if they didn't catch Jeez. it. And man, I remember spitting like I had just globs of blood for like three or four months after this whole thing happened. I had to reset my nose, fix everything because my brain was scrambled and uh, go off to chiropractic school. And I had a guy with a neurology diplomate tell me to drop out of chiropractic school because I had a spinal cord injury because they dragged a neurological pinwheel up and down my arms and my <laughs> my student clinician at the time was like I don't know what to do with this um see you can't tell the difference between a sharp object and a dull object mm. I had a cold piece of metal in a chapstick container couldn't tell the difference with that and the guy was like you got to drop out go get a surgery because you're never going to be a chiropractor I'm like man I'm like I know what I need I need to get wow. adjusted so started getting adjusted by this guy, Dr. Neil Crane. The dude's awesome. Still one of the best adjustments I've ever received to this date. And that got me into like the using my hands to heal instead of using my hands to hurt. 
And it got me so far in life until I got into my own journey where, you know, chiropractic, we were always told power that made the heal, you know, the, the power that made the body heals the body. And then, you know, our bodies don't need any help, just no interference. Mm-hmm. And there's miracle adjustments that people can get all the time. I've given miracle adjustments where people can get up and walk people just like any, it's just like you, you turn them on and they, they reactivate yep. and it become their full, their full person. Yep. And I started having a little bit of jealousy of that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving everybody all I've got. I'm changing other people's mm-hmm. lives. I'm getting adjusted, but I'm not having that same thing happen. Like what in the world? So I did bodybuilding competition just because I felt like it. Um, just want to do something competitive. Mm-hmm. And I, I lost my sex drive. Uh, my energy was down. Everything was just in, in the tank. And I was like, man, something else has to be going on here. My gut was a wreck. I'm like, what, what is up? So I tested my testosterone. It was at like 97, 96, 97, mm. which like for the, the serum. And for those of you who don't know, that's like just slightly high for like a woman. Normal for a man is anywhere from 348 to oh, 1148, yeah. which is, yeah. So I was severely low. Were you low. juicing at the time? And I looked great. No, no, wow. no, I looked great. Like my physique looked great, but like my energy and everything was gone. I'm like, what in the heck is That's going crazy. on? And yeah, so we started doing some functional tests, started to do some functional protocols and things. And then I started really finding out that, yeah, chiropractic was fantastic. My spine was fantastic, but I was missing these other key elements. And so I started doing like the chiropractic, started doing functional medicine, started training in naturopathic stuff, started training, um, again, functional medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, herbs, anything I could do to heal my Mm -hmm. body. I got myself back on track and then I met my wife. My wife had just had a uterine fibroid cut out six months Mm -hmm. prior to meeting me. She was taking, um, some stupid supplement brands called shreds. There's a product in it that causes fibroid growth. Um, and so she, she had that removed and she was told that she wasn't going to be able to get pregnant, no, uh, no ability to be able to get pregnant, et cetera. She's just going to struggle. From a supplement. So I'm like, no, from a damn wow. supplement. Yeah. Like, like a supplement <laughs> yeah. or something? It was, yeah. Um, I think she, she was taking a bunch of stuff, but it was like some fat burners and just like the typical, like, Hey, I want to get in the meathead industry, fat yeah. burners, BCAAs, all that crap. She wasn't at the time. She did a show with me later on, um, natural, mm-hmm. but yeah, didn't didn't use gotcha. any of that stuff. Um, so we got her hormones all balanced out and stuff, and we we moved back up to to Pittsburgh. And you know, I I was suffering with my health leaving me again. I'm like, God, like I just got it back. Like, what happened? Like I used to have a steel trap for a brain, mm-hmm. could recall and remember anything anybody told me. And we moved into this house in Oakmont, and you talk about Louisiana and mm. mold. Um, Oakmont's a city, like in Pittsburgh, it's right on the river. Um, there's a cool, cool um, plant or steel plant, like right along the the riverside. So it's just like the cool workers or steel workers would be right there, go down to the plant, come back, but it would flood all the mm-hmm. time. And so I lost my my mental health and lost my gut health again, lost my testosterone again. I'm like, oh, for the love of God. Yeah. Like, I just need to get this back. And so that's what got me to pour into my passion with mold toxicity and figure that out because that also induced our first issue with Megan when we actually had a, a chemical miscarriage. Mm-hmm. It was like the month prior to actually becoming pregnant with our son. And we had missed that as a potential cause. So once we moved out of the house, we got pregnant easily and then we're able to go full term with Hoyt. We had Sage, we had natural births. So like 
from from my story and Megan's story, we've been able to really be able to help everybody. And I told you before we started today, I just had a call with a patient. I haven't talked with them in two months and they're five weeks pregnant now. They've been struggling with infertility for a while and it's just another one. And I have another patient who mm-hmm. messaged earlier this week and was like, hey, uh, I think I'm pregnant. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, well, let's hop on a call. Let's talk about it, you know? So that's really what fuels me. That's really what what really got me to, to where I am today is I'm used to being that underdog. Yeah. And so I can meet people where they are because a lot of people that get to me have already lost all that hope. So you got to rebuild them from the ground up and figure out what caused them to lose that sure. hope and then get them going from Wounded there. Wounded healer. Everybody who's experienced the, the most hardship and had to heal themselves become the best healers, that's for sure. Um, fascinating, yeah. brother. And so let's drop into mold toxicity because I'm, I'm super curious as, as <laughs> to, you know, I mean, one, my mentor was dying, like dying. She had uh, a severe back injury um, a couple decades before and was on all kinds of uh, opioids and, and even morphine, uh, higher doses of morphine daily. And she was dying. She had all kinds of other stuff going on. And she, um, she it turns out that she was living in a house with mold damage. And um, she had really bad, I, I forget the name of the, the dis-ease that you get from the mold toxicity. You probably know it. Um, but she had it, and it was killing her. It was killing her. Uh, I think yeah. Batchy, Batchy Vi- I don't know. Really. There's, there's so many. So there's yeah. there's no <laughs> one illness per se that, that can just come from mold toxicity. But, yeah, you're going to have mycotoxin illness. Yep. That's like the, the normal nickname for right. it. Well, she yeah. was diagnosed with a bunch of different stuff. And as soon as she got out of that house, everything changed. One, she got out of the house. Two, she got off of pharmaceutical thyroid medication um, <laughs> and then stopped dying, came back to life, basically. So I'd love for you to drop into mm-hmm. mold toxicity, toxicity, what it looks like, maybe some of what of the experiences somebody might be having. So um, if they're having them, they can maybe go get checked for mold toxicity, et cetera, et cetera. I'll just give you the mic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely tough to, to pinpoint. It's I call I nickname mold the number one homewrecker. Mm-hmm in the world. Um, not only does it physically destroy your house. Um, I mean, it's even biblical. If you look back in, in the yeah. Bible, you'd have a priest come to your home and deem if your home was habitable or not based off of the mold that would be there. I mean, it's been around for a while. And so when it comes to mold toxicity, there's certain symptoms and things that you can feel, especially in the realm of where I'm at. And it's usually, again, people come to me, that's like a last ditch effort. If you've been absolutely everywhere else, no doctor can figure out what's wrong with you. No medical tests can figure out what's wrong with you. You know something is wrong, but no other doc can confirm it. Typically going wow. to be mold. The other reason why I say mold is a home wrecker is this is what makes it really difficult is that usually one spouse will get crushed with mold toxicity, mm. but the other spouse does not. Mm. And so, and it's usually... In, a, in our instance, it was me that was more sensitive than, than Megan was, even though she had the, the chemical mm-hmm. miscarriage. But my symptoms were more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's the, the females that feel mm-hmm. it. And then the, the, the men are going to the doctors with them, and they're like, you know what? The doctor told you there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. And then they try to put you on some sort of psychiatric medication, antidepressant, bipolar medication, mm-hmm. whatever it is, to try to just calm you down because they feel like you're just making it up in your head. And so the lack of relationship support can cause the the home wrecking more or mm-hmm. less. 
Now, symptoms that I see a lot of the times, it could be something as harmless, as seemingly harmless as your right shoulder hurts. Mm. Your shoulder blade, your trap hurts all the time. Gallbladder referral sign. Mold goes after the gallbladder. So if you have gallstones, if you had your gallbladder removed, can typically be due to mold toxicity. So why, why the if right you have, shoulder, right trap? Are you just using an example <laughs> there, or like? So the yeah. So the example is for for gallbladder, where the gallbladder refers pain. It refers pain up into the right shoulder. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It's like a they call it like a doorbell like a sign, like you, that's you, connected to the gallbladder. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it communicates back and forth. So I remember when my mold toxicity, my mold toxicity was at its highest. I was getting my shoulder adjusted all the time. I was having myofascial work on it. Like I couldn't lift weights in the gym. If I did shrugs, oh my gosh, it felt like somebody stuck an ice pick in my trap. And I'm like, there's no way this is normal. Can be coming from mold. Rashes. Crazy, unexplained rashes. Whether it's a rosacea rash or it looks like it's a lupus rash, butterfly rash. I've had people with rashing around their scalp. Their whole clumps of hair will fall out. Um, I have a, um, a friend of mine, he's a doctor, his wife had what looked like ringworm mm-hmm. on her um, on her hand and it took over her entire body and it looked like she had a blood rash all over her body. I have another patient who has like a vitiligo look because mold can trigger autoimmune disease, vitiligo can be considered autoimmunity and that could be triggered for mold toxicity. If you have irritable bowel, if you have infertility or just recurring miscarriages you try infertility treatments not working for you could be due to mold toxicity the biggest thing that i tell patients to do if you don't believe me which i'm like a hundred i don't think i've ever been wrong in my assumption of mold because i've worked with it so Mm -hmm. much if you feel better leaving your home okay and not just like oh, i went on a peaceful vacation i got some sunshine whatever but if you feel better leaving your home and you come home and your health just boom, plummets yep. immediately, something is going on Most in that house, be it mold toxicity or some sort of gas or something like that that's leaking. But more often than not, it's going to be your mold yep. toxicity. Whew. Okay, so <laughs> why aren't doctors, medical doctors, I don't even know what they call them anymore, mainstream doctors? Because you're you're a doctor. Bro. I don't know. Like you're, when I think of a doctor, I yeah. think of you, someone who actually – Yeah. Gets to, <laughs> gets the, to root the root cause, cause of the problem yeah. and heals it, right? Oh my God! Yeah, uh, you think that that would be yeah. the the normal, but anyway, why yeah. aren't medical doctors acknowledging mold as an issue whenever it's rampant? It's obviously rampant. Like this yeah. is a huge, huge issue. Yeah. So I think I think the statistic I, I have to remember. I think it was Mark Hyman. Um, talked about. I think over 50% of buildings nowadays are water damaged, over 50%. Um, And then when it comes to the medical realm, they actually, I think it was two years or three years back, they, if you Google it, they shut down a wing of a hospital due to mold toxicity being rampant in the HVAC system. When it comes to why your standard, standard medical doctors, whatever you want to call them, why they don't do it, most doctors, and I don't want to speak ill of all, but for the, right. I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of them, they go based off of. <laughs> I know they go based off of what insurance will pay them sure. for. 
So if you don't have a diagnosis code, right? Like you're coming in and you've got depression. What's a doctor going to give you? Antidepressant. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you come in and you're anxious, anti-anxiety, you've got a gut problem. I'll try this, try that. They're not going to get an insurance kickback from running a mycotoxin panel on yep. you. They're just not going to. And then past that, most times when you meet with a doctor, you meet with them or they're worth a nurse. They give you the script and then they don't talk to you right. again. When it comes to mold toxicity, it's such a like an intimate relationship that you have to be there for the patient through the process because you test positive for mold. What do you do? Like you said, get the heck out of the house or at the very least get somebody who is actually qualified, which is another big thing. Mold specialists are idiots. Um, and I'll say that to you. They frustrate the mm -hmm. heck out of me because they don't know what the hell they're doing. It's hilarious. Um, most like, of them. What, what is even going on? We live in upside oh my down gosh. world, bro. Yeah, Truly. it's... I, I want to smack my head off the desk on, on a daily basis with this mold stuff because it's so hard to find good help. I just want to start like a mold remediation company and just make it go. Maybe I'll do you that. Should, like man. make it go nationwide, worldwide. And like these guys know exactly what they're doing. Use them. Yeah. But um, yeah, so so medical doctors don't know what they're doing. They're, they're treating symptoms. They're not treating causes. Yeah. So they're not going to assume something is coming from mold they're just going to give you a medication if that doesn't work they'll give you another then another then another or they'll do biopsies because oh my gosh you developed cancer oh you have cancer now we'll treat you for cancer why did that happen to begin mm -hmm. with it could be due to mold toxicity so they're just really not trained to do it i don't think they spend an ounce of time or a minute of time on it in their in their training yep so i promise that this this podcast will turn uh, very optimistic eventually, but I, I want to, I want, <laughs> yeah, we'll right, get that. I want, I want to talk more about, about this. So how in, okay. I was about to ask, how can somebody tell if there's mold in their house, but if they leave their house, go on vacation or something like that mm -hmm. for five to 10 days, whatever. Um, and then come yeah. back and their health plummets. It's, it's a good indicator that there's somebody, there's something potentially mold in the house. Dude, exactly. Louisiana, 50%, I mean, it's it's easily 70, 80% of homes have water damage here. Most likely yeah. every home where I live currently in Lake Charles has water damage from the hurricanes, every single one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's a big deal. We're actually looking for a new house because we've, we've had like three floods. Uh, we're looking for a new house, and that's going to be the, the primary thing is that no water damage, which is not easy to find yeah. here, but we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the tough part too, is what you kind of just said. Well, like every building has mm -hmm. it then. Well, just because every building has water damage doesn't mean mm -hmm. it's good. Doesn't mean it's safe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to be protective of where you're going to be in the environment and, and the way that mold works, it can hit you yep. instantly where you go in. And I, I had a patient I worked with where she would seize for about 45 seconds. She'd shut down like she was a computer. She'd just stand there. Her husband would count 45 seconds. Then she'd come back to anytime that she came into a moldy building wow. or it can be, you know, it's developing cancer in you. And so tumors can take anywhere from like seven to 15 years to really be able to develop and be found on any type of yep. medical scanning. So it could be a silent, but deadly. Yep. So what does it look like whenever somebody comes in with mold toxicity and they work with you? How do you, re how do you turn it around? Yeah. So basically relate with them yep. because they've been everywhere. They lost hope mm -hmm. more often than not. Coach them in the relationship side of things as well. If one's feeling it and the other's not, you have to make sure that you relate back and forth. Make sure you run the proper analysis. So mycotoxin panel 
is huge. It's a urinalysis test that you can use um, to figure out how much mold toxicity you have. Me personally, I like to do a challenge with it where I use some sort of a binder to pull out the mold toxins because they, they like to hide in the brain, the tissues, the mm -hmm. fat, etc. Um, and then do uh, you could do an organic acids test if you want to as well. Organic acids is going to tell you about how your organ systems are functioning. Um, ERMI test is like my gold standard test for the house. Um, it ticks off a lot of mold, mold mm -hmm. experts, mold remediation people, because the ERMI test gives you a good history of how bad the home is. And then you get a hurts me score as well, which will tell you about how bad the mold is hurting you. It's like the top five most deadly molds. Mm. So that's just the basic stuff. And then obviously the gut is going to be impacted every single time that you have mold. Uh, mold likes to have candida, uh, candida to grow. So if you have like recurring urinary tract infections, constant yeast overgrowth, thrush on the tongue, whether it's a child or an adult, you can't get the white off your yep. tongue and you keep treating with antifungals and you can't figure out why, could be due to mold right. as well. That, that's really powerful to, to know that candida, the fungal infections, and be great for combo, to for somebody to work with combo after being exposed to mold toxicity, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, my gosh, like you go see everyone and then I'm just like you, I'm kind of the last person that people come see, you know, a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I've tried, you know, this type of therapy, that type of therapy. And it's so funny. It's like, oh, well, finally, you know, you, you came to the person who's going to actually look at the root cause and work with you on an ongoing basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that in, a, in the near future, in the next 10, 15 years, people will go to those who are going to look at the root cause and work with them on an ongoing basis first and not last. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you need to have your your life saved, you break your arm or something like that, or you're or you're bleeding out of your brain Absolutely. like I was, and you you need the tests and stuff. Go by all means, go there. That's what they're yeah. there for. But whenever it comes to health, that's not where right. you get health. You don't get health from a medication right. or a pill. It's impossible. You can get emergency. Um, definitely benefits from 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 an emergency in the pharmaceutical realm and in the medical uh, world of the modern medical system. I broke my leg in half and twice. And if it wasn't for modern medical system, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be walking, you know, I'd have a back yeah. and that's just how it is. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't meditate your way out of that. So yeah, <laughs> can't do combo for a peg leg. So awesome, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'd love to talk a little bit about the gut as well, because I know the gut correlates to mm -hmm. every other area of health and, and wellness and vitality and it's been a big journey for me, you know, growing up eating processed foods. I'm sure you experienced the same thing, yeah. um, you know, macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets. And, and I remember the candy, the sour candy that I'd squeeze out of a tube just directly into my mouth, like just pure <laughs> poison, you know, at the skate park. So yeah. um, what's up with gut health, brother? And, and how can we really take those necessary steps to make sure we have a really healthy gut? Yeah, so I mean, gut health is going to be very, is very key to, to health optimization. Mm -hmm. And something that I think you'll really like as well is there's there's a couple of patients, especially in particular that I'm working with, that they had gut inflammation, had gut bloating, and they're they're trying to push into that spiritual mm -hmm. realm. Okay, they they want to learn, they want to expand, they want to grow in that side of things. And <clears throat> when you have the physical pain or the physical disability of you know having bowel movements or being constipated, etc. Your body's more toxic, so you're less clear conduit. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one patient we were working with removing candida from her body, and she's like, "Doc, since we started working, she's like, I'm getting 
like crazy downloads. I'm being able to process through childhood trauma that I didn't even know that I had. And it's just like you're you're opening yourself For up sure. to being able to step into your full divinity, which is pretty yeah. amazing. Now, are there functional tests to show how divine you are? Not quite. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but but from a realistic standpoint, I mean your your gut's your second brain. Of course. And if it's not if it's not a hundred percent, then you won't be a Correct me if I'm wrong, but in the East it's seen as the first brain, correct? It's seen as the, the, I the mean, primary brain. I would I would yeah, I mean, because anything you put into your mouth is going to get processed through here. And this is something I, I battle so often is that there's these these brain specialists that just pay so much attention to the brain mm-hmm. and, and get the brain better and focus on the brain and do this type of training for the brain, which is great. But if you still have a parasite mm-hmm. that's eating your, your insides or eating your nutrients or if you've got a bacterial infection, I mean, I, I'm all for the power of the subconscious mind. It's freaking amazingly powerful but i haven't seen to date i haven't seen the focus of elimination like okay i have an h pylori infection i'm going to meditate on that and tomorrow no more h pylori infection as long as it's still there as long as that threat is still there you're still not going to be at 100 percent. so things you can do things that you need to know and things you need to be aware of is anything that you put in your body is either going to make you healthier or Mm -hmm. sicker if you eat that squeeze tube of goo mm-hmm. <laughs> at the skate goo, park, yep. back then you do the best. Yeah, I mean, your parents do the mm-hmm. best they can. Mm-hmm. I know where you grew Gatorade up and everything. And, and trust me, I, I did mm-hmm. two Gatorades, Doritos, and, and Chicken That's McNuggets. It. Like that was like my diet. Subway, yoga mats. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but exactly, it's, deli- it's delicious. But when when you do that, when you know that, it's a lot of people visualize that as more of a burden. Like, oh my gosh, there's all these things that I can't eat. Where I'm like, why is that considered a burden? That's each time you eat is an opportunity to optimize your, your health and your life. So things to avoid, these are like my staples to avoid is the dairy, mm-hmm. cut dairy out of your diet, get rid of gluten. I don't like corn, not a big fan of mm-hmm. soy. And watch out for the processed sugar and the other types of sugars, refined grains, etc. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, if you're eating gluten, for example, gluten is going to damage your gut. Like 100% yeah. of the time. Not many of us are able and capable of handling gluten. It's not a fad. We'll see it on tests. You'll have a marker on the stool test. It's called anti-gliadin IgA, and it'll skyrocket. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, stop doing that. Your body's developing antibodies. Immune system is attacking gluten every time mm-hmm. you eat it. And it's contributing to gut permeability or leaky mm-hmm. gut. So any infections that you have is going to be damaged, and then you're going to lead to food sensitivities, food allergies, environmental allergies, and other types of Auto harm that can take place in the et gut. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Definitely eating a lot of gluten in my life. And I, I remember it's because my partner that I have now, I stopped eating gluten and I, I, I cut it out. And I mean, Dude, there's there's amazing bread out there. When you toast it, it tastes just like bread, and it's gluten free. Mm-hmm. And so going gluten free yeah. hasn't been hard. Dairy free, you know, I love cheese, Parmigiano Reggiano. You know, there is good grass fed, grass finished <laughs> options out there, but oftentimes it makes my yeah. fart stink extra bad. So, um, you know, if I'm yeah. if I'm living alone as a bachelor, it's not so bad. I can eat all the cheese I want, but with a partner. It's, <laughs> it's definitely, not socially definitely acceptable. an issue yeah it's not especially <laughs> with the dutch oven on accident you know when you're asleep Ugh, you know, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yep. We won't get into the yep. details, but awesome, man. <laughs> and so infertility, let's talk a little about infertility. I'm sure, you know, the gut, I'm sure, plays a huge role in that. And I know oh, a lot of gosh. people are, are struggling with that. So what can we do to to, to fire, fire good shots and not blanks? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, there are... <laughs> So we'll, we'll talk about that. So I, I built out what's called a fertility triad. Nice. It's like the top three things that your medical doctors, your, your um, gynecologists, your, your OBs, that they don't talk about. And so we have, you're either you're stressed, you're infected, or you're toxic. Mm-hmm. And those are the three reasons you're not getting pregnant. And that's what helps all of my patients across the country get pregnant because that's what mm-hmm. they're missing. When it comes to the gut, there is, I think it was the the founder of the GAPS diet. She has a bunch of YouTube videos you can watch too. I forget what the, the lady's name is, the doctor's name is, but she'll even go to the point where she's done research to state that if your body has a miscarriage, it can oftentimes be due to your body's natural innate response saying like, you're too toxic right now. You don't want to give, because you, I mean, the, as a woman, you give your digestive tract to, to the kid, you give your immune right. system to the kid. If you're sick, your innate intelligence doesn't want to bring another sick individual right. into this world, so it's going to abort mm-hmm. the baby, which can be a, a very tough topic to talk Seriously. about, especially for people who have been through this. But if, if you're going to the doctor and, you, and you're trying to get pregnant, and I'm laughing because it should just be common knowledge, but if you're trying to get pregnant and no one ever talked to you about your gut, find another doctor. Yeast, you know, yeast isn't directly correlated um, or it doesn't have a direct causation for infertility. But what it does do for man, it can decrease sperm quality. But then for the woman, the vaginal mucosa, the pH can actually change and makes it so much more difficult for the sperm to actually be able to get in and implant. Mm. That's one thing. Then if we talk about different bacterial infections there is a ton of research on different bacterial strains that men can have just as well as women but men can have that can cause poor sperm quality poor motility poor volume etc the other thing we talked about is leaky gut which is why i always tell my, my people going through treatment with me to avoid gluten gluten by itself again triggering that leaky gut leaky gut has been known to show endometrial inflammation so inflammation to the endometrial lining, which would then in turn make it a lot more difficult to get pregnant and stay pregnant. Again, digestive health. If you're not having bowel movements anywhere from two to four a day, your body's going to be more toxic. There is a marker as well called beta-glucuronidase that if you are constipated more often than not, that number is going to go up. And what that does is it, it basically recycles the estrogen in your body so you break it down through estrogen catabolism metabolism break it down get it out into the colon beta glucuronidase throws it back into the bloodstream circulates it around again not a good marker to have because again it can cause estrogen dominance which can then trigger increased endometrial growth endometriosis pcos those types of things can also grow all just due to the gut health wow wow so the gut the gut is really the the primary engine that fuels fertility i mean mental health physical health overall your overall well-being it really happens in the gut and mm-hmm. so the western prescribed diet is is really <laughs> jacking us up bad not conducive yeah. for fertility which there's a whole 
tangent we could probably take off of that with depopulation. You, you talking about conspiracy theories, Bill Gates. Bro? What are you talking about? I mean, maybe. Is it safe? Okay. <laughs> are you a narc? <laughs> you deep state, bro? Um, <laughs> but but really, oh, I mean, boy. when you think yeah. about it, because I just had um, a, a buddy of mine that I, I'm eventually going to be getting in um, into helping me. He's he's great with like nutrition, study with um, Paul Check, did a lot, a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of work there. Um, but he was like, it seems like infertility is like at an all-time Maybe high. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you've got... From, from a very young age, no matter what you're dealing with, throw them on birth control. We'll figure it out later. And women are trying to come off birth control. They're, you know, they've been on birth control for 20, 30 years. And they're like, why can't I get pregnant? Like, you've been synthetically regulating your hormones for how long? Your body's damaged. You've sacrificed so many other portions of your body. It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. There's ways to be able to come off of that. But it is. I mean, infertility is running rampant. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about the treatments. There's so much money, mm-hmm. so much money to be made in IVF treatment. Mm-hmm. It's about 20 grand a pop. Wow. And you have to do at least, it's usually anywhere from three to six IVF treatments before it even works. And even then, fertility rate's only 50%, like barely 50%. Right. Yeah, and it, it's fascinating <clears throat> just to kind of double down on that, I, f- I feel like is happening. Uh, I was listening to the podcast with Dr. Robert Malone, uh, who's the inventor mm-hmm. of the nine original M- mRNA vaccine patents. MRNA. And he was talking about how the both the coronavirus and the <clears throat> mRNA vaccine, um, and I believe the other type of vaccine, I forget what it's called, they all um, they all have they all create issues in fertility for women. So they all go to the ovaries. Each and every one of them sent, I don't, I forget if it's spike proteins or something gnarly and not good to the ovaries in women. And that's why we've seen so many miscarriages after getting the jab, right? Oh my gosh. It's not even that. It's, so we're having, we're having the issues with that. And then in the very beginning, there was like that initial surge where women's hormones were going freaking bonkers. Yeah. It's a very technical term, bonkers, going crazy. And I'm like, the hell is going on like i've been doing this for a while i've never seen women's hormones respond the way they are i'm like what the hell and i had a friend of mine um angelique nori they have a podcast called the turned on podcast mm-hmm. of great people but she did a pool where she had a question it was like has anybody noticed a change in um, your hormonal health after being around those who have been jabbed and I think she had over 300 people. They have a huge After following. Over around. 300 people around, not even with the jab, around. And hormones are going ballistic. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, and my wife, Megan's like, there has to be something going on. I'm like, well, like, I'm scientific in my brain. I'm like, but there's nothing, there's no ingredients listed mm-hmm. that I'm aware of that could be spread like that. It's not a live virus that they're using in the majority of these vaccines. Right. Like, how could this be happening? So I was like in disbelief. Mm-hmm. Then it happened to Megan. And I'm like, okay, now it's personal. What the hell is going on? And then now these new jabs coming out, the new boosters, because their shit doesn't right. work. I'm seeing it happen again. I'm seeing women come out of menopause and start bleeding right. again. And the symptomatology is like two weeks of bleeding, two weeks not. Three weeks of bleeding, three weeks not. Some sort of like three and three or two and two for the duration of how long they've been with or around those who have been jabbed. So you're seeing women come out of menopause just from being around people who have gotten the jab. 
So not get yep. the jab themselves. Right. Whoa. My patients won't get Whoa. the damn jab. Yeah, of gonna, <laughs> my yeah. patients, yeah, my patients. Are, there's a couple that have mind. got it and they came to me afterwards. <laughs> They're like, oops. Yeah. Hey, you but, got some of that yeah. frog venom? Uh, yeah, it made me do yeah, my like, job. Yeah, let's purge that. And you know, that, that really, is, yeah. that really is, is the thing that we are very empathetic toward um, and, and very grateful for. You know, we work for ourselves, so we're really blessed in that space. But there's so many people out there that yeah. are being threatened to lose their jobs oh, yeah. if they don't get this fucking gene therapy. You know, let's experimental, experimental bullshit. not FDA yeah. approved gene therapy. And the, well, let's let's reiterate that again. Not FDA approved. Yeah. Even though they said that it was, it's not the quote unquote FDA approved I jab. Mean, guys, look, just full disclosure. Dr. Robert Malone, Joe Rogan experience number <laughs> 1757 Podcast number 1757, yeah. Dr. Robert Malone. This dude invented the nine original mRNA vaccine patents. Okay? This dude is on the podcast for three hours talking about how pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies are, are completely corrupt and how the mainstream media is completely corrupt and they're pushing a vaccine um, narrative and agenda for and he says if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck it's probably a, gu- a duck i'm not gonna make any <laughs> assumptions but follow the money right he's saying this this guy literally invented mrna vaccines and he's saying they are destroying the integrity of m- what i've been working on for 30 years and i talk mm-hmm. to people all the time even people in the spiritual realm even people I'm sure you know that are healthy that are like, oh, yeah, we got vaccine. We got boosted. We got our kids vaccinated because it is the narrative. And at this point, I I posted something the other day on Instagram. Look, I love each and every one of you. If you got vaccine vaccinated or you didn't get vaccinated, it's up to us. It's our choice. Here's the thing, though. If you're pushing the vaccines on people, you're either uninformed, maniacal or I forget what the last one I said, but uninformed or maniacal. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I mean, that's basic. That's basically mm-hmm. it. Or, or are you? I think I hit it with the fire too. I was like, I love that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or you don't understand. You yeah. simply, you simply don't have the 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 education necessary. And and or I, this was the third one under mass hypnosis because we are. I mean, yes. the society we're mm-hmm. under a mass hypnosis. Um, you know, they've been working on this for quite some time. But the beautiful part about this is, and here's the optimistic piece, is that the Joe Rogan yeah. experience has about 90 million downloads a month. How many people watch it? Yeah, CNN, man. Dude? A couple million. Oh, it was the bottom of the right. list. Yeah, they posted that. Yeah. yeah, bottom of the list. Tucker Carlson, I think, was the second, the second highest, and he was like half the half the viewership is Joe yep. Rogan. Exactly. And I think that's and and that's what that's what breeds. There, there's so many people breeds hope in me. There's so many people who are now becoming awake and they're like, what the hell? You told me it was two weeks. You told me it was one job. Now you're at this job and now you're saying this. And now the tests that you use to determine the fear mongering, you, you deemed inaccurate. You threw it yeah. out. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like that doesn't red flag to people, but people are so emotionally ingrained Very. in this. They don't want to admit fault, Very. and they're mad. And again, like they're pissed. People yeah, are they're, pissed. to each their own, yeah. whatever. But even in chiropractic schools, man, like the, there's the chiropractic board was trying to throw vaccine mandates and trying to get chiropractors to give the jab. And I'm like, what? What profession am I in? I remember telling Megan, I'm like, I'm so glad. Like, yeah, I still adjust. I love that. But like, 
the naturopathic stuff that I do, I'm so glad I'm in that space and I'm in my own little bubble. Yep. Because I can't, I don't want to be a part of that. No way. No yep. way. No way. And look, there's, there's so many. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Go watch Plandemic Indoctrination by Mickey Willis. Plandemic Indoctrination mm-hmm. by Mickey Willis. Period. There you go. My, mic drop. Yeah. After you watch that, that's a full yeah. red pill. Yeah. There you go. There's a grieving process that comes Enjoy along it. with this. But look, you're not alone. Everybody, we're all in this together. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> we're all in it together. Let me just say that. So moving yeah. on. What what yeah. can we do to really optimize our health our health in in the as we are living in this this really interesting time? I mean, it's flu season. Let's just say that, right? And I love I love how sure. I, I saw this Instagram post the other day. Somebody took a COVID test said it's a cold. <laughs> yeah. I saw the test said it's a yes. cold. Like yeah, we still yeah. get colds. Colds are still yeah. a thing. Uh, the flu is still a thing. So w- what can we do to really optimize our health um, from your perspective, brother? Uh, at this time. I mean, and this is this is going to be a red pill to swallow too. Do the exact opposite of what you were told yep. to do. Get outside. Be around people. Yep. Expose yourself. This is sound. I mean, again, not to sound incentive to those who have passed sure. yeah. with of whatever. But the more germs that we're exposed to, the stronger our bodies will be. If you're fearful of it, yep. if you're healthy, if you're fearful of it, you should have been taking care of your health this entire right. time. And there's a, a doctor friend of mine, um, Dr. Zaino, he's like, hey, 2020, we got caught with our pants down. Sure. You know, all of you, all, all the people who have just been neglecting their health for their entire lifetimes, they got caught with their pants down. Like, oh, shit, what do I do mm-hmm. now? And they didn't know what to do. So get outside, socialize, be positive, do some breath work, mm-hmm. do some spiritual journey, journeying. Yep. <laughs> that's even meditate, a, a phrase yeah. spiritual journey meditate all of that stuff because because there's actually the stress response which is brilliant when you think about how they did this they locked us indoors and force-fed fear right. down us that stress response chronic stress is going to suppress a marker that i see all the time low in a lot of patients that come to me it's that secretory iga or siga mm. And secretory IgA is our first-line defense against anything, viral, pathogen, bacteria, parasite, anything. All right? It lines our sinuses. Anything that has a mucosal lining, our lungs, our lungs, that's where our secretory IgA is going to be. And so if we have long chronic exposure to stress, it's going to suppress our secretory IgA, therefore leaving us more susceptible to the cold or whatever else that we come across. Right. Somebody can sneeze six doors down. You hear it and you're like, <clears throat> I think I got a cold yeah, now. Yeah, right. Other things too is avoid the sugar, man. Yeah. I mean, I know flu season, et cetera, but it's really just freaking sugar season. We've, we, we hit it off <laughs> with Halloween. Season, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's holiday season. I mean, you do, I think it's if you eat, and you can Google this, I think it's, it's if you eat 75 grams of sugar, it suppresses your immune system for five yeah, hours. That's right. Okay, and I, I have friends that are like, hey, I was doing great, but you know what? I ate some of my kids' candy, and we just kept picking from it. And you know what? The next week, we, we got, got sick. sick. Yeah. Well, you suppress your immune system. You left yourself more right. vulnerable. Now, our innate intelligence is designed to combat that. The symptoms that we experience are health being experienced through our body, even though it sucks. Right. A lot of times, it sucks. Um, so avoid the sugar. Avoid the inflammatory foods. If you have sinus congestion, 
and you're still eating dairy yeah. <laughs> or you're wearing a mask in a store and you're worried about COVID and I see you go to the ice cream aisle and eat 15 pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You don't care about your yeah. health. Yeah. You know what? Stop it. Nose, but boy, that honey on that Parmesan Reggiano. It's yeah. close, man. It's a close yeah. bet. It really is. It's 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 tough. It's yeah. tough because it's so good. But keep going, keep going. I know. Uh, trust me. Yeah. I got so, <laughs> so you're the doctor. Yep. So avoid the stress. Right. So avoid the stress. Okay. So that way you can you can gently bring up the secretory IGA. Okay. I don't have a time frame of how long it takes. Depends on how much stress you've been under. What else is causing stress in your body? Um, take care of your gut. Stool test, my friend. If you have any infections, hidden infections, chronic inflammation in your body, that's going to suppress your immune system as well. Um, manage your blood sugar. All right. Make your make sure that you're not grazing and eating food all day long. Structure your meals or do some intermittent fasting. If you're a woman, be careful intermittent fasting. You have to be smart with mm-hmm. it. Um, but manage that. And then this one, I probably say is more important than all of the above. Sleep. Sleep sleep Mm. we're living in constant fear right Mm. stress and people watch the news before they go to sleep right hypnosis some people yeah so you get pissed off before bed and then you're like i can't sleep well raising of cortisol cortisol and melatonin they're inversely related so when cortisol goes up melatonin goes down so you're not going to sleep if you don't sleep you're going to have cortisol that's raised, which is inflammatory. And then if you do that for a prolonged period of time, you're going to have, you're going to develop insulin resistance, which means the sugar that you do eat, you can't produce enough insulin to be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. So that sugar, again, we talked about sugar low in the immune system. That's just going to feed any type of viruses, bacteria, and that inflammation is going to feed that mm-hmm. stuff. And then you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those would be some of the quick tips they can do without adding supplements and things in. Those are just some of the quick things that you can do to try to get back on track. Absolutely. Thank you for those. Um, that's perfect. And correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever we're also, when we experience stress, um, then we go into fight or flight, right? The sympathetic nervous system's mm-hmm. activated and our blood rushes from the, the GI tract and the, the guts into the arms and legs so we can fight or flight. And the immune system lives right around in our GI tract, primarily in our GI tract. And so the blood is like life force energy. This is what this is what makes everything happen. This is our, our chi, basically. And so when it moves into the arms or legs, then we're left with our pants down, as you said earlier, in our immune system, in our GI tract. And then we're just more vulnerable to becoming sick. As yeah. I go. Because if end. you're getting attacked by a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're getting stressed. But... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this whole conversation is right, stressing right, right. us out. Um, <laughs> but think about it. I mean, if you're getting attacked by a bear, your innate doesn't care if you've got a cold. Right. Of course. it's not. It doesn't care about your immune system right now. It's worried about getting it you the hell away from whatever the threat mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And then, then, then when you're done, you're back there and you're trying to lick your wounds, then the blood's supposed to rush back right. in. You go into the parasympathetic, you rest right. and digest. But so often, we're just so stuck in that sympathetic dominance. And then we eat inflammatory food, which pushes up uh, sympathetic dominance. And if you're eating inflammatory, inflammatory red meats, not like the organic grass fed, that can also push up your sympathetic nervous system as well. So there's so many different things that we're ingrained in the American culture Mm -hmm. that just stresses us the hell out. So that's interesting you say that. There's a couple points that I I wanna touch on there. One being, you mentioned red meat. 
And I so I've been mm-hmm. on a kick to where I'm fo- I'm leaning more toward organ meat, and I started reintroducing red meat <laughs> into my diet. Um, because I was allergic to it and I, when I eat it, I would Mm -hmm. get like hives. It was the strangest thing. But since sitting Mm -hmm. with combo, maybe 30 times, uh, (laughs) I'm no longer allergic to red meat and no longer allergic to a lot of the other things that I was allergic to before. Um, yeah, but, and it's, it's interesting because my partner brought this up today. I'm taking, um, grass fed, grass finished beef liver tablets Mm-hmm. Um, and I take, you know, I was taking like two or three a day and then I upped it to five, six a day. And I started to notice kind of like my allergies. I'd start getting a runny nose and start sneezing. Uh, and then kind of just like a little irritable, not as Zen as mm-hmm. usual. And I do like mm-hmm. neurofeedback training. I do breath work. I mean, I do a lot of stuff to make sure I stay yeah. Zen. And so do you feel like that could have a, a correlation? So there's, uh, let me pull this out here real yeah. quick. I don't know if this is all going to be recorded, yeah. but this nutrition and so Nicholas Gonzalez nervous system. Look at that guy on the okay, front. Okay, so he talked about you in the front of that book, bro. <laughs> well, he talked about cancer, certain cancers, <laughs> so, solid, <laughs> solid tumor uh, cancers. He he was he would typically say that that's going to be due to sympathetic dominance. So um, he would tell people to eat more of a plant based mm-hmm. diet. And then if you had like a, a an immune cancer, leukemia, et cetera, he'd be like, eat more red meat. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? Who the hell are you? You're a medical doctor. You're you trying to tell people this? leukemia and, and what he, else? So immune-based cancers. Okay. Gotcha. So like leukemias and things, uh, myelomas, those types of cancers, if you give them or you tell them to eat more like grass-fed, grass-finished, like beef and things of that nature, then it can ramp up their sympathetic nervous mm-hmm. system. And then if you had the solid tumors like prostate cancer, breast cancer, those types of things, then you would go more towards plant-based for the time being. And then you would suppress that sympathetic dominance and then you wouldn't be feeding the nervous system in an improper way. In terms of what you might be feeling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you could have gone from an IgE allergy to an IgG sensitivity. Mm, Okay. Acronyms for... so uh, immunoglobulin. So immunoglobulin E is like your anaphylactic. You eat a peanut and you need an EpiPen. Right. Immunoglobulin G or immunoglobulin A are hypersensitivity reactions where they don't, theoretically, I've had it where it almost has, they don't close the throat and require an right. EpiPen, but they can give you like the runny nose. Um, black pepper used to give me a really itchy palm. Interesting. I would scratch through that, like my same hand. Same with the red meat for me. Itchy palms, itchy feet. Yeah. Which sucks. Oh my god. The bottom yeah, of the feet so is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far down yeah. there. But you have to like walk around, you like but, oh, uh, rub it on carpet. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it could have shifted into an immunoglobulin G or like a hypersensitivity reaction, which could be causing some of the symptomatology. But I'm with, I love the organ meat. I have um, the ancestral supplements. I've I've That's got the the yeah, liver, okay. I've got the the, yeah, I mean, I, I've got, I have like six different types of the organ meats uh, because I was just like, oh, let's try it, let's see, we, see how yeah. I feel. But I've been doing really That's well awesome. with that, and you nurture my liver. And when I did the combo session twice with you, both times it was the liver showed up. My the the purging was yellow, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I have to pay a little bit more attention to my liver, even though my liver enzymes are perfect mm-hmm. on functional tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know what's gonna come up with the combo. Some people mm-hmm. purge red, yellows, greens purples yeah. the whole rainbows in there 
It's always an unpleasant yes. surprise. Lovely, <laughs> lovely surprise. I'm starting to I'm starting yeah. to really enjoy the suck. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, combo the the phylum Medusa bicolor giant green monkey frog. The venom of that frog is used as a detoxification medicine, and I'm I'm gonna go into more of that in other episodes and in, in solo cast, but yeah. Brother Jack came and sat for a couple times in uh, Sedona, and we had some some great vomit sessions. It was wonderful. Um, yeah, vomiting. awesome, man. And so, <clears throat> boy, I know we could we we definitely have to do this again because I want to yeah. go I want to go deep. There's so much I to go talk deep about. into the conspiracy rabbit hole with some data, with some facts. But for now, we'll keep it light. We'll keep it nice and light. I think this is gonna we'll be tease. We'll tease. Yeah, a little we'll bit. tease it a little bit. Um. So what are some other ways where we can really optimize our health? Ooh, I wanted to touch on a couple of things that you said and just kind of add a few of, of, of the ideas that I had. A few things that I feel are really, really good for our health. First of all, they reduce stress really well and they increase happiness, right? And if your vibe is high, you are going to be healthy and, and, and vibrant and you're going to have this beautiful vitality mm-hmm. to you. So one is dancing. Don't forget to move your body and to dance. I feel like we've all lost connection with what it means to, to dance and to just connect with our bodies. When I do ecstatic dance, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have some people sit there and just do this. If you're listening, I'm just like barely moving side to side. <laughs> now you're the Roxbury. I'm like, come on, just <laughs> let you let loose, let it go. And I'm like, blah, 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 turn yeah. into this Morpheus glob, this feminine like, yeah. like Beyonce. Uh, you know, and I'm a little white guy. So it's like it, it, people see yeah. that and they're inspired. They're like, whoa, you know, okay, here we here we go. And they start moving. Next thing you know, that person's down on their hands and knees, shaking their head side to side. <laughs> they're like, that was the most amazing thing. Like, yeah, you know, we, we've been we've been conditioned to really be uptight, you know. Whenever we just kind of let loose, let our bodies go, it really helps. And to dance with a partner is really beautiful mm-hmm. too. Sometimes if I'm feeling super cooped up in here, I'll run into the living room and mm-hmm. I'll grab Kendall and I'm like, all right, impromptu dance party. Let's do it. Bam. Yeah. And Recharge. she loves it. You know, she just loves it. Yeah. So she loves novelty. So um, <laughs> that in, in yoga, man, there's not a better embodiment practice, in my opinion, than yoga. And maybe Qigong is a close second. But mm-hmm. yoga is yeah. so powerful, you know, because you really it's it's it is breath work. We're working with the breath mm-hmm. as we're also working the body. And so. I highly recommend for everybody that's feeling cooped and stressed and just feeling the squeeze these days to go to a yoga studio. One, you'll be able to do yoga. Two, you'll be able to connect with community. And that community, as Mm -hmm. you were saying, be around other people. This is such an important Mm -hmm. piece because community, you know, what's worse than death? Traditionally, what's worse than death? Being Isolation. isolation, being kicked out of the village, right? And so... Mm-hmm. As you said earlier, what a perfect recipe, right? We are isolated, fear mongered, and you know, dosed with whatever. Um, and yeah. so, don't be isolated, guys. Go be around people. If anybody's telling you to stay at home and you're healthy, smile and bow to them, peace and blessings, and then do the opposite of what they say. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. Um, go be around people. Find community. Do some yoga. Breathe. Move your body. Exercise. Right. This is a big one for you, man. You're mm-hmm. you're you're uh you're kind of like you said Arnold Schwarzenegger is your inspiration. You're kind of my inspiration. Jack. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Jack's Fair biceps enough. are the size of my head, and um, 
<laughs> so which leads me perfect segue to go work out work out in a gym you know it's i, yeah. I find bo- both you and i um you want to talk about picking up you know germs right this is a perfect place to do it go pick up some germs mm-hmm. at the gym i found that my life was shaped by my experiences in relationships in the gym growing up mm-hmm. and it changed my life. I mean, I met all my girlfriends in the gym. I met all my buddies in the gym. I go to the gym every day. So you want to talk about community? That's another beautiful place to find community because, you know, dudes usually don't talk to other dudes. We're usually just head down, hat on, on our way to do something. And <laughs> grunt. The grunt. Yeah. yeah. And when we talk to each other, like, hey, little head nod, you know. <laughs> but at the gym... We're, we're, you so your endorphins are pumping. You're like, hey man, need a spot? You know, this is really where where dudes yeah. come together to where, where the, all all the walls are down. Everybody's just vulnerable, working out, sweating. You're like, nice, bro. Yeah, give me a fist bump. So same, yeah, it's the same purpose. Uh-huh. You know, everyone has the same purpose, the same goal. Gains. A lot of the same, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gains, gains all gains or losses if you're trying yeah. to lose weight. But <laughs> But like, there's even times where like you'll see people in the gym, and maybe you don't talk to them like at first. But like, you'll see because I I love I love weight loss journeys. Like when people like mm-hmm. you see like a 400 pound person in the gym, and they're uncomfortable, and they're wearing 15 sweaters, and they're just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. and then like you see them go from that to like get the smile on mm-hmm. their face, and it's like, bro, like I've noticed the change that you've made, and I just want to take a second to say like. Keep up the good mm-hmm. work, man. You're doing awesome. If you ever need a spot, you need anything, you just let me know. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know that your hard work is paying yeah. off. You know, and that's that's something you don't get out. You don't get on the streets. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you you could find that. Yeah, you could find that in in the gym because people all want to push each mm-hmm. other, and community is so important. Brotherhood, it's so so important. Yeah, camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Community is huge, and and that's that's why I'm taking the initiative to build out the Connect and Evolve network and just community where we can. Yeah. come together it's it's on my list of the 50 things that i need to do the first quarter of the year um i'm sure you feel the same way um yeah. but yeah and there's many different places to find community you know whether it's a lot of people's families a lot of people have been their families have been disbanded through this whole thing um yeah. and my heart really deeply goes out to you if that's that's the case for you yeah. um but there's other communities you know where we lose mm-hmm. relationships and we gain new ones. When a door closes, a window mm-hmm. opens. And so just keep in mind that there's like-minded people everywhere. <clears throat> and when we tend to our own vibe, when we tend to our own frequency, when we tend to our own health, we naturally become a magnet for those people. And mm-hmm. so while we feel like our, our life might be ending, oftentimes our life ending is, is a, a version of our life, obviously, is what's ending in order to open up to something new, something bigger, better, more beautiful, more abundant, more creative, more connected, more aligned. And this is just the process of life. And, you know, God's spirit whispers until it's a little bit of a louder whisper. And then it's like a, hey, come on, come on. It's a room, <laughs> room, room, uh, volume, you know, I don't know what you call it, indoor <laughs> volume. And then it becomes a yell eventually. <laughs> and then eventually God yeah. kicks the door in, right? And sometimes... Mm-hmm. This disbandment is, is something, you know, of kicking the door and saying, hey, we got to move on. We got to we got to create something new. And so there's like minded people out there. Reach out to Jack or I on social media if you need somebody to to talk to and to connect with on this stuff. We, we love whenever 
um, people are are seeking new ways of health and growth and evolution and just vitality and and mind, body, and spirit. Aho, brother. Amen. (laughs) Love Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jock. I appreciate you, brother. Where can everybody learn more about what you got going on? Yeah, it's my pleasure being on here, man. Like you said, I'm happy to do many, many yes. more with you. <laughs> um, where to find me? Yeah, so where to find me? Just docjock.com, J-A-C-Q-U-E.com. And then if you want to find me on Instagram, shoot me a DM. It's same thing, D-O-C underscore J-A-C-Q-U-E. And I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. And if anybody's struggling with what could potentially be mold toxicity and fertility gut, you know where to go. Go see my brother, Doc Jock. He is the man when it comes to this. And so if you <laughs> want to get down to the root cause and just get this shit taken care of, go see him. Don't waste your time elsewhere. Thank you, brother, for being on here. And I appreciate you. you so much, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah. See you, man. Peace out, everybody. Much love. Hey there, family, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to go and leave a five-star review with some words of love and encouragement. I read each and every review, each and every comment, so you know that I'm going to feel that love in my heart and reflect it right back to you. Reviews are so important. They bring a big smile to my face. They motivate me and inspire me. So if you enjoyed the episode, please go let me know. And don't forget to go show our sponsors some love, guys. Our sponsors are amazing. They're amazing people with amazing products, amazing missions, and I love them. I buy every single product that sponsors this podcast, and I love each and every one of them. And I know you will, too. There's only one way to find out, so go check them out, guys. Also, don't forget to go to connectandevolve.com and check out everything we have coming up for 2022. We have our sacred embodiment retreats in Sedona, Arizona, five of them this year, and they're going to go quick, and I would love for you guys to be there. They're going to be incredible, super transformational, and it's just such a blessing to do this work in the beautiful Red Rocks of Sedona. So that's connectandevolve.com forward slash retreats. Also, we have our breathwork facilitator trainings happening all year long, and they're the six-week online powerhouse trainings where you learn how to share the power of the breath with the world and make a living doing it. We also have our quantum coaching and all the other healing offerings that we have there at connectandevolve.com. So go check it out, guys. In the meantime, I love you all. So, so much gratitude for each and every one of you. Remember that you are the light and that we are the keepers of the new earth. This is our time to shine, family. So go out there and thrive. Until next time, be blessed. Peace.